0: Hi, everyone. Joining us today at the ISPORT annual meeting are two important members of the University of Colorado Center for Pharmaceutical Value, or P-Value, John Campbell and Brett McQueen. To begin, how did you both get involved with P-Value, and what are your respective roles?
1: Yeah, so I'm John Campbell. I'm the director of P-Value and a close collaborator, of Brett's, and Mel Whittington is not joining us today. Um, She had a baby a few days ago. So the three of us are the investigators from the University of Colorado on p-value. We're also close collaborators on other health economics projects at the university and all faculty within the Skeg School of Pharmacy and Pharmaceutical Sciences.
2: I'm Brett McQueen. I'm an assistant professor and also investigator with p-value and a close collaborator with John. As you just mentioned, we've worked together for about 10 years and Mel has worked with both of us for about the last five years. In terms of actually getting together the grant, you know, a lot of this has been observation and uh, work that we've done or a derivative of work that we've done over the last 10 years to go.
0: Because our audience is likely unfamiliar with p-value, can you explain to us what the mission of the Center of Excellence is in the work being done with Multi-Criteria Decision Analysis or MCDA?
2: Sure. Yeah, p-value, uh, really the aim is to apply and test novel methods for value assessment which encourages stakeholder engagement uh, and really promotes value-based decision-making. So our approach is to pilot multi-criteria decision analysis by targeting aspects of value that are are really outside of the traditional value assessment methods that have been uh, taking place over the last, uh, you know, really 25, 30 years or even before that. Um, so alongside traditional value assessment, we think MCDA can sort of help tip the scales of the traditional value assessment um, as a start uh, to help create a, a more comp- uh, comprehensive definition of value.
1: The the mission is sort of goes hand in hand with novel value assessment, right? So we certainly feel we're, we're going to make inroads in novel value assessment. And what's meant by that novel piece is really outside of what's sort of currently being done in um, value assessment in the U.S. and elsewhere. And so a lot of the work that's currently being done, we actually have a stake in as well. We're researchers in cost-effectiveness mm-hmm. analysis and uh, produce reports um, in collaboration with the Institute for Clinical and Economic Review and others. So that's sort of our, our foundation, if you will, and the work we uh, plan to accomplish with p-value, given that it's only a few months uh, in in terms of the the funding being starting this year, the work we plan to do uh, will drive those understandings of value that are outside of cost effectiveness. So the definition of cost effectiveness is not fully encompassing in terms of many people's understanding of value. Multi-criteria decision analysis is a method that can encompass other components of value that aren't in that definition of cost effectiveness.
0: MCDA provides the ability to consider all components and criteria that are important to a decision in determining value, even those that are difficult to measure or quantify. Can you help the audience understand what these components and criteria are? What are some of the ones that are difficult to measure?
2: Sure. Uh, For example, novel mechanism of action. It's difficult to define uh, a novel therapy in terms of spillover effects to other disease states. So if you have a novel mechanism of action, it might actually benefit other disease states where the drug wasn't initially developed to treat. Uh, so that's one example. Another one that uh, might be measured Uh, In terms of evidence, but not included in traditional value assessment caregiver burden So how much are your loved ones affected by the benefit of a treatment or the lack of a benefit of a treatment uh, in terms of? Productivity in terms of day-to-day quality of life. So those are two examples and there are multiple Criteria that that we're uh, really exploring with p-value
0: let me ask you both this does MCDA offer an improved method for determining coverage and reimbursement decisions there has been quite a bit of feedback on MCDA at this conference. So, can you share what you believe is the general sentiment about MCDA among outsiders?
1: There's certainly ongoing one might call a debate on whether MCDA is an appropriate approach or one to to test in the space of uh, population or patient level decision making. We there was a there was a panel that was held earlier today by uh, Chuck Phelps and Adrian Tauss and others and they were presenting sort of the approach of MCDA versus that of an augmented cost-effectiveness analysis, and those being sort of two novel approaches that that both have a similar goal in terms of bringing in these other elements of value into a structure, into some sort of uh, value understanding that's generally quantified. They had a nice uh, discussion. I wouldn't call it necessarily a debate. I think the one of the take-homes from that particular panel was, yeah, we should probably be testing out, you know, a number of, of, of different methods and approaches for our collective understanding of value. And uh, we certainly believe that MCDA has a role to play in that space. And as researchers, we think providing evidence is a major part of of our game and, and one that will allow for better decisions. So, uh, So improved decision making is sort of the space we want to make make change in, and we think that providing evidence and a structured approach that MCDA provides is, is one of those paths.
2: Well, yeah, one of the real debates is, are we trying to redefine cost-effectiveness, or are we trying to complement? And I think we're more in the camp of, let's add a complementary component to something that we've spent years developing, something that, the field has really sunk their teeth into and worked very hard to provide a structure that can be useful to aid decision-makers. However, there are all of these other components that don't fit into cost-effectiveness. So that's the debate I think in our opinion is are we really trying to redefine it or are we trying to complement? Um, and I think we're more in the camp of, of complementing. So.
1: We are. Yeah, we are right now. And I think that it's a, a strategy that within research, you know, there's probably always a question of what level of disruption you'd like to attempt to achieve within your research. And and I think we, we feel an incremental approach here to providing more evidence and evidence that does make a difference for decision makers is, is a way forward.
0: Do you believe that is where most of the inspiration for the pushback on MCDA comes from? That you are ruffling too many feathers or that you are pushing the boundary
2: too far in terms of the utility of cost effectiveness? I think the pushback is you're never getting around the concept of opportunity cost. You're never going to get around, around that. And what I mean by that is everything in life involves a trade-off. And when it becomes an issue of healthcare and someone's survival, someone's quality of life, there's always opportunity cost. For example, a physician that prescribes a treatment or does not prescribe a treatment, either way is a decision. So if they do not prescribe a brand new treatment, that's still a decision, which is the standard of care. And and I, so I think that's the, the major pushback is MCDA, doesn't necessarily, and it, there there is within that framework opportunity cost, but cost effectiveness itself is by definition looking at opportunity cost. Uh, whereas MCDA might be looking at a structured approach to identify all of these other components that don't necessarily fit into that framework.
1: And maybe just another thing to add there on opportunity cost is you know, certain stakeholders in health may be reluctant to put a dollar sign to health measures, right? So that's why we have cost effectiveness, but when you pair cost effectiveness with a threshold, you basically are valuing health, okay? But what MCDA at least allows is that structure to a framework that can give leeway to interpretation around how you might value health. So I think that's one of the positives. It's also considered sort of a negative for certain individuals. That alongside with, you know, let's face it, there are many people in this business, whether they're researchers or otherwise, that have a way that they do things. And that way could be disrupted by something like MCDA. And quite honestly, you know, that that's a challenge and a, there might be a, a element of fear that goes alongside that.
0: Before I let you both go, can you provide a brief sneak peek of the pilot tool P-Value is designing to aid in coverage and reimbursement decisions of novel therapies?
2: Well, I I think the initial tool, again, provides a structure for thinking about decision-making in healthcare. And the tool helps us create a set of criteria that are important in terms of value that are outside of the cost-effectiveness equation, could be potentially within as well. Um, with different ways of using MCDA, but it provides a structure and it provides a method to weight those criteria so that we look at the level of importance of different novel, say novel mechanism of action, caregiver burden. Can we actually take the criteria that are important up front and uh, generate preferences or ranks for those uh, criteria that might be important to multiple stakeholders
1: payers patients you know some of the the goals for the the tools we plan to produce um, really will provide a structure and a voice to many stakeholders so and those stakeholders again are not only the payer and manufacturer but also include plan members patients alongside their plan members and even providers so researchers are a part of this as well so I think having their input is important to p-value We'll have a steering committee that we've now just sort of identified the the final members of, of that and um, will be helping us guide those tools so that they are useful for for decision making at the population level.
0: Do either of you have any last comments or parting messages before we wrap it up here?
1: I would say one of the take homes for us is that, you know we've probably all been excited about getting a good deal at some point in our life, right? Like whether it's, uh, Buying a car, or finding a cheap airfare to a fun location, or or even getting a free lunch, right? And and I think what what P value is about is looking for how to define a fair deal, and bringing together the multiple people that are part of that deal. So unlike you know a situation where you're buying lunch, we have multiple stakeholders in a transaction around um, medical technologies, and so so bringing all those folks in in on what they think a fair deal is is really important and i think uh, mcda and our approaches that we will be pilot testing over the next few years will will lend itself toward moving in the direction of a fair deal
0: all right thank you both for your time this afternoon with that we will conclude our discussion with the p-value team for now